Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So the TNN meltdown continues. The TNN. Yeah, TNN. The Trump News Network. (laughs) Yeah, you dispute that? From this point on, it'll be referred to as TNN because that's what it is because Trump owns CNN. So now it's TNN. I want to get to that. There's a big meltdown still going on over there. Uh, some feedback yesterday. I came out and supported Donald Trump for 2024 and a lot of great feedback. A couple people had some other things to say too, but that's all right. That's okay. I told everyone you'll be comfortable here. I want to address that. Also, what the hell's going on at Twitter? You know, I've been a huge supporter of Elon. I think you all understand that. I mean, the proof is in the pudding, right? Just watch the shows. But, uh, you know, words leaked out about a potential replacement for him at CEO. And um, I don't know if I'm digging this. Not that he needs to take advice from me, but I don't know. This one, um, I'm going to throw the red flag under the hood for review on this one. Big show today. Don't go anywhere. Today's show brought to you by Relief Band. Check out Relief Band, the new sport version. Relief Band is the number one FDA cleared anti-nausea wristband. It's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. The Relief Band Sport. Make sure you never have to take your Relief Band off. It's the first ever waterproof wearable of its kind. Plus, it's rechargeable. It'll last about 30 hours on a full charge. And the Relief Band Sport can seamlessly attach to a smartwatch, so you don't need to choose between wearing your Relief Band or wearing your smartwatch. I used it when I went through the whole chemo thing. Uh, Knocked the nausea right out just like that. Just turn it on, turn it up. I didn't even have to turn it up that high. With tra- summer travel around the corner, you want the best way to solve your nausea issue? Check out Relief Band and their new sport version. We've got an exclusive offer just for Dan Bongino Show listeners. If you go to reliefband.com slash Bongino, reliefband.com slash Bongino, and use promo code Bongino, you receive 20% off plus free shipping. So head to reliefband.com slash Bongino, reliefband.com slash Bongino. Use our promo code Bongino for 20% off. Plus free shipping. All right, Joseph, it's Friday, so if you would. It's Friday! <laughs> yeah. So, it, that was a good one today. Oh, thank Quite you, dramatic, fine, sir. No problem there. We've only been doing that for... I mean, we've only skipped a few Fridays when there were some really, really bad things going Very on. Rare. And Joe thought it better that we just, you know, but that's a rare thing. Yep. So, yesterday I came out and supported Donald Trump for 2024 um, at this point. I think um, he is the best candidate. I uh, listen. I love Ron DeSantis. I said yesterday, I, if you you know you want me to get any, to say anything bad about Ron DeSantis, it's that's not me. I'm down here in Florida. I've experienced what he's done. He's the best governor I've seen in my lifetime. However, I just think Trump's the better candidate at this point. I think at CNN the other night he proved it. Um, it, it listen, folks. Unfortunately, we're in a Manichaean fight between good and evil. We don't get to pick like who's the most moral or athletic or best looking. We have to pick the best guy for the best situation right now. A couple of listeners uh, didn't like it. A lot of you obviously are Trump fans, but folks, I got to be candid. The show's for you. And I will always say that, Joe, has that not been our mantra from day one? The show is always for you. It has been. The content's for you. We don't want to talk about stuff you don't care about. If you don't care about it, we don't want to talk about it. I want to be candid, though. And I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. One thing that's not for you is my uh, integrity. That's not, that's not up for sale. I got to do what I think is right for the country. And if a couple of people email me and said, hey, uh, a guy named David emailed me, nice guy. Uh, you know, I'm not mad at him at all. He said, uh, I, I can't listen anymore going forward. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I understand, David. I respect you. I respect your opinion. But I've got to do what I think is right. 
This is a gang fight now for the country. I wish it weren't, but it is. And sometimes you need the Jets and the Sharks, man. I'm just, this isn't the time. Ron DeSantis is a young guy with an unbelievable political career. And uh, I just think he's the best guy right now. Trump, we, only, we probably only have a few more years to turn this mess around. And uh, I'd like to see someone hit the ground running with no pressure for reelection at all. Everybody keeps talking about him only doing four years as a downside. Oh, he can't run for reelection. I think that's the best thing going. No pressure to kiss anybody's ass. No pressure to, you know, give anybody back rubs. Just do what you got to do and clean this mess up and turn it over to someone else. Of course, this all happened after the TNN town hall the other day. They're still completely melting down at TNN. It's just glorious to watch. The, the viewer feedback on TNN has just been so horrendous that TNN doesn't know what to do. CNN, uh, TNN right now is, is, is still removing the shrapnel from the viewer bomb that went off. Here's Anderson Cooper last night on uh, our number whatever, 24 of trying to clean up what they consider a big mess of giving Trump the opportunity to humiliate their network. Here's Anderson Cooper, one of the finest moments on TV you'll ever see. Check this out. Many of you think CNN shouldn't have given him any platform to speak. And I understand the anger about that, giving him the audience, the time. I get that. But this is what I also get. The man you were so disturbed to see and hear from last night, that man is the front runner for the Republican nomination for president. And according to polling, no other Republican is even close. That man you were so upset to hear from last night, he may be president of the United States in less than two years. And that audience that upset you, that's a sampling of about half the country. They are your family members, your neighbors, and they are voting. And many said they're voting for him. Now, maybe you haven't been paying attention to him since he left office. Maybe you've been enjoying not hearing from him, thinking it can't happen again. Some investigation is going to stop him. Well, it hasn't so far. So if last night showed anything, it showed it can happen again. It is happening again. He hasn't changed and he is running hard. You have every right to be outraged today and angry and never watch this network again. But do you think staying in your silo and only listening to people you agree with is going to make that person go away? Wow. They don't know what to do, man. I'm telling you, they're still picking out shrapnel, Joe. They got the tweezers. They're like, I got a little BB here, a little chunk of a marble there. I don't know what they don't know what to do. They, they, Trump's a buzzsaw, man. I can't say this enough. The guy is a freaking buzzsaw. You're going to put him up on stage. You're going to get worked. You're going to get worked, man. That's just it. Listen, I, I don't know if I just get this because I'm from the same part of New York. Literally, he's from. Queens, New York, but guys from Queens are just natural ball busters. That's just it. We grew up in an area of New York where you're never considered the toughest guy because you're not from the Brooklyn or the Bronx. So you're always fighting people, always. And then you're never the richest guy, even though Queens is kind of a middle-class suburb because the Manhattan kids have more money. So everybody from Queens, everyone has a chip on their shoulder. Everyone. They're always wise guys. Jerry Seinfeld went to Queens College. <laughs> They're all wise guys, man. That's just the way it is. They ran into the buzzsaw. I got more on that later, an update coming up on the 2024 race. Listen, I got to speak the truth on my show. Having said that, however, I want you all to understand, uh, DeSantis, I I'm a supporter of Ron DeSantis. I, I think he's going to be a fantastic, fantastic politician in this future, both now and in the future. I like Tim Scott a lot. Again, he's got an amazing story that you should all read. Again, whether he's the most conservative guy, I'm not sure. Vivek, 
Vivek's running to the right of everyone in this race. Another guy with a bright future, just not now. These guys, I want to be clear, are always welcome on my show. And I say to any people out there who represent their teams, you want to come on my uh, radio show? You are absolutely welcome. You will 100% get a fair shake. It is my job to present information to the audience, not to tell you how to vote, but to tell you how I'm going to vote. And if you choose to follow, that's okay. If you don't, I understand. I'm just telling you, I, I, I'm, I read a lot, and I know a lot of these guys and these players in this game. It's the right choice right now. A lot happened yesterday. This is a crazy news day. I got to get the questions too. So a lot to talk about. Um, listen, another one I've been a big supporter of is Elon Musk. Elon Musk is candidly the Thomas Edison of our time. He just is. How many guys can send a rocket to space, practically reinvent the electric car and transportation technology? He's got this loop stuff, tunnel systems underground. The guy's working on some AI. He's got a thousand things going on. He's one of the smartest. He was one of the PayPal guys who was changing payment systems before they went woke, right? I have spoken about Elon Musk and his power to change not just American society, but the globe over and over. That's irrefutable. Put it in a search engine, you will see. I've spoken out so positively. But I think this may be a misstep. Now, I want to say this hasn't been confirmed yet from what I hear, but apparently Elon stepping aside as CEO, that's confirmed. He's already confirmed that. And he, we knew that months ago when he took that poll. But rumors got out that the new person, the new well, woman who's going to replace him is this woman, uh, Linda Vaccarino. I, I saw the article at Outkick by the great Bobby Borak. It's in my newsletter today if you want to read it, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Uh, check it out. Uh, folks, he, Elon doesn't need to take advice from me, okay? I, I just, I'm, I promise I'm only looking out for him and free speech and you. This is a bad call, man. The Wall Street Journal first reported on the story. She's the head of global advertising and partnership at NBC. Where she's been a better advocate for their advertising. She was in the launch of their Peacock streaming service. She's also, I might note, oh, Guy's highlighting this. I did not even tell him to do that. You knew I was going to go there? How did you know that? This guy's in my head. This is really freaky deaky do. Yakarino is also the chairman of a World Economic Forum Task Force. Uh, no, no, no. Wait, uh, hold on. Get yes, out of here. Yeah, that, Get <laughs> out of here. Red flag. Oh, <laughs> the flag. Flag's going here. everywhere. Yeah. There you go. Red flag holding 15 yards. Unauthorized appointment of a new CEO. <laughs> Listen, I can't tell you what to do, man. You are the richest man on earth. I am not. I've done okay for myself. I ain't done Elon okay. This is a bad idea. This is a bad idea. She's going to be the CEO of the, of, of the most important, I would argue, free speech platform in the world. And keep in mind, I'm an investor in Rumble, which I'm sure some people over Twitter consider a competitor. It does me zero good financially to talk up someone else's company. But I care about the movement before anything else. That's why I'm with Rumble. This is not a good idea, folks. Uh, I, I'm hoping, I'm, 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 I'm saying... I'm withholding any final judgment because I haven't heard that this is absolutely going to happen. But this is no bueno. Here's a piece of video uh, I uncovered on social media. Well, someone else did. I saw it on you know, someone else's phone. It wasn't me. I want to be clear on that. I always got to give credit. The right to bear memes or something put it up. And um, this is uh, Miss Linda Yaccarino at NBC talking about all the social justice stuff. 
uh, they did over there. Uh, this is no good. Check this out. I can talk about, you know, things that that my company is doing to accelerate, right, to accelerate what we were doing already, but realizing that it wasn't enough. So what immediately started happening was that uh, under the leadership of Brian Roberts and Jeff Shell, uh, Comcast set up a fund to the value of $100 million to fight social justice and equality and, and obviously supporting many, many important groups. Folks, I hear social justice, man. I'm running for the hills because liberals neither mean social nor justice. Right. What they mean is a bunch of race identity centered politics, sexual identity centered politics, race essentialism, wokeism. That's what it is. The white male patriarchy is the enemy. You hear this stuff, run for the hills. We need a healthy, free speech centered parallel economy. And we need people we trust. And I'm very sorry, but you can see the evidence there yourself. This does not sound like a person we can trust. I, I trust Elon's judgment here. He's done a lot of really great things. But I, I don't know if this is an effort to, you know, would it make Twitter safe with air quotes, according to liberal terms for advertisers again? I don't know what it is, but that's a leftist narrative. What we have to do is continue to do what we've been doing at Rumble and elsewhere and convince people that free speech is safe. Rumble, everybody's welcome. Everyone. Listen to me. Everyone. We have liberals on Rumble who hate my guts and go on Rumble to, to shit on me. They, they, they do it on Rumble. We have other people. There's other people out there who claim to be conservative, who hate my guts, who go on Rumble and they hate my guts for various strange reasons, disattached from any reality at all. But that's for another day. Yeah. If, if Joe, I mean, Joe's seen it. You know what oh, I'm talking yeah. about? I mean, if anybody could go in and say, hey, I own a good chunk of this company. Let's wipe this guy out. Would they listen? No, because one, I wouldn't do it because that's not what we do over there. We need Twitter to succeed. We need it to succeed. I need it to succeed. I don't care what it does to me and my financial position anywhere else. We need it to succeed. And I'm sorry, but we can't trust this person. I hear that stuff. I'm running. Folks, a lot more going on today. Title 42 expired last night. The invasion has begun. Just look at the video. You can see the drones. You don't, uh, it, it, do you really need any more evidence? You know, I woke up this morning. I've been in this ongoing fight. With former has-been Stephen King. He wrote a clown book or something one time. So I told him to get a freaking job because I can't stand Stephen King. His books kind of suck. I liked that book thinner one time. That one I had I was forced to read it when I was in uh when I was in high school at Archbishop Malloy by Mr. Smith, because it was the only book I, I didn't, when I was younger, I didn't want to read anything at all until I got to late high school. And then we're like, hey, read a book. And then all of a sudden I had this profound thought, Joe. I said, you know what? I'm not kidding. I tell this to my daughter. Not knowing stuff isn't cool. That <laughs> Don't laugh. When I was like a sophomore and a half in high school, I said to myself, I was in a really, really good high school, like an elite level high school, one of the best in the country. And I was out of 400. I was ranked like 100. So that's pretty smart. But I realized like I was book smart, but didn't know a lot of stuff like some of the other kids do. They always spent extra time. And I said to myself, right around that age, not knowing stuff isn't cool. So I started reading everything I could get my mitts on. And unfortunately, one of the things I had to read was thinner. But Stephen King and I have been going at it. And I've been telling him every day how Biden is the most destructive force in, in politics. He's a nuclear political bomb, Joe Biden. 
He has destroyed our border. He's destroyed our economy. He's destroyed the value of our dollar. Dollar. He's five minutes away from starting a global thermonuclear war. He's the first president in U.S. history to willingly oversee an invasion of the United States and further advance the cause. The guy is a political nuclear bomb. I'm not sure how we're going to survive another two years. I want you to look at this tweet from Jackie Heinrichs about the number. Here's the numbers. This is from a legal filing in case liberals out there are crapping their draws right now going, oh, you just made this up. This is a legal filing. Border patrol stations are already at capacity with 27,000 in custody as of Tuesday, over capacity in eight of nine sectors. For the past seven days, the border patrols averaged 8,750 encounters a day. Double the average daily from May 2019. Ladies and gentlemen, you understand we're on pace within the next decade or two, if this keeps up, to take in a significant population, a population of the entire world? They all, everybody going to live here? Well, what's going to, everybody coming here? Are, are we vetting anyone? Is that all, you know, think about all these poor people who came here, right, Joe, and did it the right way, man. Yeah. Came into the United States, got a visa, the resident alien card, studied for their citizenship test, raised their right hand, pledged allegiance to the United States, tears down there. I've been to these citizenship ceremonies. I was at it for Paula. It's just the most touching thing. If you have not been to one before you die, go to one. I don't care if you know someone there or not. It is the most touching thing. You will see so many tears. It'll change your life. Listen, listen to me, please. Go to one before you die. Those are the real patriots, the people who did it the right way. People who are black, who are brown, who are Asian, Muslim, Jewish, Christian, Orthodox. You'll see them all there and you'll be genuinely touched. This is this is just garbage, man. What's happening now this is just garbage time. We got a full blown invasion. Nobody seems to care. This is just I mean, in a sense, literal guard. There's garbage all over the border. Towns being invaded. This is just really horrible. Here's a video from CNN. Here's a CNN commentator. And again, just a laughing stock of a network. TNN. Uh, last night, trying to gaslight America. Oh, Joe Biden's had nothing to do with it. Despite letting the, ball, the wall Trump built rot in the desert. They had the steel up. Biden just let it rot in the desert, did nothing with it. Uh, declared the migrant protection protocols null and void, remain in Mexico, went out the window. And basically sending a message telling everyone to come here. I mean, he, you, we already played the video. Here's a CNN comment. Oh, Biden's got nothing to do with it. Look at this crap. The reason why there's such a rush of immigration uh, is is not driven by Joe Biden. It's driven by very difficult circumstances in South and Central America. Uh, but how you handle people at the border does matter. The U.S. has to get this situation mm -hmm. under control. Uh, it's hard to get it under control if you can't at least have bipartisan really? agreement on building just even the basic building blocks and then try to go from there. Uh, I mean... We don't like to wear out Muttley, so we, we kind of hold him. But my gosh, man. Yeah. I mean, this is like, really? Biden's going to, this is the kind of clown show stuff. This is why people openly laugh at and mock the media these days. Ted Cruz lit a reporter on fire. This, I just got this. This just happened a little bit ago. You got to see this. One of these, these dumbass reporters tried to get into it with Ted Cruz. One thing about Ted Cruz, man, the guy was a, I mean, a, a tier one level gold medal winning debater. The idea that you're going to debate Ted Cruz is candidly hilarious. I want you to watch what happened when someone tried to tussle with him. Let me get to my, uh, my second sponsor first. We got a big show, a lot ahead. Blackout coffee. I needed this today. Yeah, baby. 
Smell that coffee right there. I got a little hole in the back so you can smell the deliciousness of this blackout coffee. You feel emotionally drained with all this drama going on? Refuel with the coffee of warriors, patriots, my coffee, blackout coffee, freedom nectar. Look at that. 2A on the top. That's not like section 2A of the penal code somewhere. That's the Second Amendment because black, uh, blackout coffee loves this country. The guy, John, who runs the joint is an amazing dude. And listen. Outside of the fact that it's a patriotic company that loves America, the coffee's freaking awesome. It's some of the best coffee you're ever going to taste. It's got a bold, strong coffee flavor. Not that wheat garbage you're getting at all these other woke liberal coffee joints. It makes a great Mother's Day gift, too. They got Mother's Day bundles right now. All their tasty roasts are available today. Use the coffee I use. Drink it. It's amazing. Just had a cup before I get on. Can you tell? Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Ditch those other guys. Blackout Coffee remains true to our values. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Pick it up today. Stuff's the real deal. Love this stuff. Blackout Coffee. Check it out. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. All right. Back to the show. Here's a man, Ted Cruz, who still got the fire. Some uh, dipwad reporters like, hey, Ted, uh, what have you guys done over in the Senate? Ted's like, you want to know? Put your pen down, uh, pencil neck, and listen, because I'm going to tell you. Listen and learn. Check this out. Let, let, me, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. What rate of illegal immigration did we have in 2020? But you have Do you know anything? I asked you a question. How long have you been in office? Do you know anything? How long have you been in office? I've been in office 11 years yes, now. And this has been okay. take the calendar in multiple administrations. Except your, okay, Trump you don't get to argue with me. You asked your question. You, you asked your question. You don't get, you want to hold a press conference, you can do it over there. You, have you, you want to hold a press conference, you can do it over there. How are you? Senator Senator so, so, so hold on. I'm going to answer his question. The talking point of the Democrats, which this media reporter happily parrots, is, gosh, the problem can't be fixed. There's one little problem with that. It is an utter and complete lie. In 2020, the last year of the Trump presidency, we had the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. You ask, what have I done? I've championed the men and women of Border Patrol. I've championed securing the border. I've championed remain in Mexico. And we turned this problem around and solved it. And we went from Joe Biden inherited the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. And the first day in office, he made political decisions to cause this problem. And you should be ashamed of yourself because you're a reporter and you're not reporting facts. You're telling lies. Oh, it, oh. <clears throat> Let me just tell you a quick Ted Cruz story. I ran for office, as you know. I got into some scraps, let's say, with this reporter guy. I write about it in my next book. Some of you know the story. It's, we'll relitigate it another day. But I tore this guy up, man. I mean, cursing at him, everything. I lost it on him. That's me, man. That's just who I am. I'm sorry. Some of you not too happy with the recent me, and I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to control it, but that's me, man. And I lost it on this mofo, right? And a lot of people in my campaign weren't too happy about it. And I remember Ted Cruz, he was going to endorse me and it was going to be on a Monday or whatever. And this thing happened. And I said to his people, I said, listen, you know, if he wants to bail, I totally get it. You know, we're probably not going to win anyway. And I want you to know the guy I was running against was a very, very wealthy guy who was extremely influential in Republican politics. And regardless of what you think of Ted Cruz, you may not like, I'm telling you right now, the guy was like, hell no, he's still going to endorse you because you're his guy. And he's a man of his word. Good for him, man. I'm liking this guy more and more every day. And by the way, what he said is true. This reporter could have looked this up, but the reporter's too dumb. Pew Research Center. 
Monthly migrant encounters at the U.S.-Mexico border are near record highs. There you go. Gee, zooming in for us right now. You'll see at the end of the Trump administration, they were at record lows right around that time. And then look, Biden gets into office and boom, and then boom again, and then boom, another high. We haven't seen, I mean, it's right there, man. It's right there. Joe, the guy could have looked it up himself, man. The dude just could have looked it up. But because he's a freaking activist, and that's exactly how they should be treated, he decided to confront a master debater. You can't say those words together quickly. Okay. In Ted Cruz. (laughs) Figure it out. You're... You need at least a one. <laughs> we did that one you a need long at time least, ago. <laughs> yes, sir, Joe. You need at least a one a one second pause between those two words. Master debater, Ted Cruz. So here's the great part about this whole thing. Um, this whole political argument, not the invasion going on in the United States, is that the Democrats, what they think they're doing, they're not doing. The Democrats genuinely, they really believe that they're bringing in a bunch of new voters from around the world. Folks, I'm not going to debate this thing. Replacement theory. It's their theory. I'm not going to play the audio and bore you again. They have repeated it over and over and over again. The proponents of replacement theory are the freaking Democrats. Just please Go to the internet and put in demographic destiny and listen to just endless clips of Democrats. Demographic destiny, demographic destiny, demographic destiny. Read the article in the New York Times. We can replace them. They really believe that this is going to result in long-term electoral strength for them. But there's a small problem. This is why I keep telling you this, that you, an invasion of the United States is unacceptable. But the political ramifications are not going to be what you think. Here's Politico. Politico. To the left of Vladimir Lenin, folks. Politico, otherwise known as Bullshitico, right? Playbook. Biden blasted over border blunder. Playbook's reporting this. Who is resenting a lot of these new migrants? Illegal aliens. That's what they are. They know it a lot of first-generation Americans, mainly Hispanics, Joe, in South Texas, are saying, hold it. We and, our peer, we and our parents came in here through a long process, a legal process, and they're seeing people just come through the border. It causes a lot of resentment. <laughs> and I emphasize the word resentment because a lot of first-generation Hispanics did it the right way. Amen. Yes, sir. Yep. I know one of them. She lives here. I met her once or twice. You know what I knew this was going to, this is going to so blow up in their face. You have no idea. I told you this story a couple of years ago. I was at church and a guy was telling me about his landscaper who came here illegally. The landscaper. Guy's telling me about his landscaper who came here, who's mad at new illegals who took his clients. I told you this story. The guy in church is mad at the, he says the illegal alien mowing his lawn was mad because new illegals undercut him on price and took his clients. (laughs) I love how Democrats think this is going to benefit them. Pissing off everyone. Everyone. White, black, Hispanic, Asian, Jewish, Muslim, Catholic, Christian, Hindu, Indian, everyone. Everyone's mad at Biden. All right. 
He did, he did, he's right, Joe. Biden said he was a uniter. He's a uniter. Gee, you're absolutely correct. Just not the way he thought. What a humiliating, embarrassing mess of a media. And, and not just is Biden, you're sensing a theme for today's show, the most destructive human being to ever occupy the White House. He's also the most corrupt. Folks, I, the, the media coverage of the Biden corruption scandal is borderline right now hilarious. I put this New York Times up article yesterday. You know, you just, just the New York Times is good for like toilet paper if you run out. I don't know what this thing is even good for anymore. Luke Broadwater, an embarrassing human being. I mean, this guy's family probably said he perished in a car accident or something like that. House Republican report finds no evidence of wrongdoing by President Biden. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, I thought of this, Joe. So I'm putting this. Why are you putting this up today? You put that article up yesterday. Because I was thinking about something. I thought, you know, as a former criminal investigator myself, I put a lot of handcuffs on a lot of bad guys. A yeah. lot. Yeah. Some, I, mean, I mean, a lot of bad guys, okay? A lot of bad guys, the last face they saw when it was free was this guy. What has two thumbs and put a lot of scumbags in jail? This guy did. And I enjoyed it because I don't like bad guys. I hate bad guys. And Biden's a bad guy. So- as a former criminal investigator, I said to myself, Joe, wouldn't it be great if a partner to these Biden crime family deals and these million dollar business deals with foreign countries came forward and spoke about a Joe Biden connection? Wouldn't that be great? Oh, that is. Yeah. Now, Joe, I know what you're thinking right now. Joe's thinking, you know, I don't know a lot, but I do cut audio before the show and I've never seen this stuff. I don't know much about it, right. but I could have sworn you just sent me some guy. Tony Bubalon, some Bobalewski guy or something. Yeah, yeah. And Joe's yeah. like, yeah, he said something about this, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? We'll have to play that for you because that would be really great if a business partner to the deal actually came out and said Biden was involved. So Joe, Joe hold that thought, Joe. I know you're like okay. scratching your head. Like, I think we may be there. I'm wondering. Stand by one second. Folks, patriotmobile.com. I don't know about you, but it takes a lot to shock me these days. To see the country collapse, institutions falling apart, and then corporate wokesters not only defending it, but financing the destruction of the country. That's got to stop. We got to fight back, and it starts with changing the way we spend our money. For years, big mobile companies have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because another option didn't exist. Well, now it does. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke propaganda pushed by lefties working to destroy the country, working overtime. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support a company that believes in free speech and religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan or give them a call at 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Dan. patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Or call 878-PATRIOT. Thanks, Patriot Mobile. It's a great company. D loves their customer service, too. So, yeah, the New York Times is like, my gosh, we have no indication at all that Joe Biden's involved. None. These are actual, they call themselves journalists, which is freaking hilarious, by the way. That's why I said, don't ever call me a journalist. It's the worst insult. Wouldn't it be fantastic if someone came forward and said with this guy, Joe, his name is Tony Bobolinsky. You saw this, right? Yeah, it Wouldn't it be just fantastic yeah. if it was like, Oh, shit, look, there's already a guy that came forward and said Biden was involved. Uh, here, take a look. I haven't heard this in a while. James Gilliard generated that email. And in that email, James Gilliard goes through intimate detail 
of what each individual's requests were from a compensation perspective and how the equity in the enterprise would be divvied up. Very important. May 13th, that email was generated by somebody else to me. In that email, there's a statement where they go through the equity. Jim Biden's referenced as you know 10% doesn't say Biden, it says Jim. And then it has 10% for the big guy held by H. I 1,000% sit here and know that the big guy is referencing Joe Biden. Um, it's, that's crystal clear to me because I lived it. I met with the former vice president in person multiple times. And I had been meeting and talking with Hunter Biden and uh, Jim Biden and Rob Walker and James Gilliard. Man, wouldn't that be just totally bananas, right? Right? So crazy. It'd be so nuts if a guy actually came forward. Sorry, Guy said I was cutting off. I had to lower the chair a little bit. Was I cutting off, folks, at the top? Yeah, you, you got to send me in the send me in the chat room. Say, Dan, we're missing the top of your head because I, I was recording the audio book yesterday, and it's more comfortable for me to sit up higher on the microphone. Uh, that audio book is crazy too. It's like an audio book you've never. The gift of failure, folks. This new. I'm recording the audio book, and I just totally go off script. It's the first audio book you're ever going to read where I read the book and then just add additional commentary. <laughs> I I am the publisher. I can do what I want. So I, I told the guys like, well, you know, I don't think they like that when you do. I'm like, they're going to like it. Trust me. They call it the director's cut. Folks, this is really the most disgusting president we've had in U.S. history. Overseeing an invasion of the United States, the collapse of our banks, the deflation uh, of the value of the U.S. dollar through inflation. Uh, they're just killing us. They're just destroying us right now. The guy's in real trouble, though. There's this guy, Mark... Uh, Pakita, Pakita, and forgive me if I'm saying your name wrong, on Twitter, he had a great thread I saw yesterday about this whole thing. This guy's in real trouble. Now, again, is he in legal trouble? No. Why? Because we've gotten a gyno in office. The attorney general, a name only, in Merrick Garland, who is a hack and a political goon and who will do jack squat about investigating the Biden family. However, he might not be there forever. We get a Trump attorney general, a John Ratcliffe type or someone like that, or even a Cash Patel, you're going to see investigations. And here's the problem. Or you, you may see prosecutions. You may. I'm not getting excited about anything. But Paquita points out some interesting stuff. Folks, a lot of you have had businesses. I was a financial crime investigator. He says all of these Biden LLCs are going to have an EIN. You know what an EIN is? It's an employer identification number. It's like a social security number for a business. He says that'll allow any employees who are on Biden Inc.'s payroll to be identified. They'll be investigated for tax fraud if they haven't accounted for the business of each LLC. What are they going to tell people they did? Where are you? In other words, this guy's saying something. Go to the next tweet. This guy's saying something really simple here. He's saying each of these LLCs, they're going to be able to easily determine if they were real businesses. How, Joe? It's not hard. If your business social security number, your EIN, right. says you have $10 million in inputs, what exactly inputs into your account? What was the output? Oh, well, we did consulting. On what? You haven't claimed any expenses. You, you tracking? You know, you, you consulting, you, there's flights, hotel rooms. You go overseas and meet with people. Where are the expenses? They, they have, they're going to have zero case. He notes one important thing, too, in this thread. He's M. Pukita, P-U-K-I-T-A, if you want to follow him. This is important. If any banks look the other way on any of this, the committee, because of their subpoena power, will be able to determine who did what. 
what banking and tax regulations may have been broken and squeeze the banks or bank employees to spill the beans. Yes. Is that it? There was no. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, I got some water here. Uh, shit is getting annoying for real. Thank you, buddy. I know it is. I mean, I've said that over and over. What's going on in the chat here? Yeah. How busy is the chat? <laughs> we got the McGroins there yet or what? We got a whole family. Oh, the McGroins. Rio Willow. Hey, nice again. Boater Nielsen. $2 <laughs> That's nice of you. You guys are great. You don't have to do that. I appreciate that. Don't, don't right. worry about that's it. That's nice. Life has been good. I, I, don't, I don't need an, any dinero. But uh, that's cool. I appreciate that. Thank you all in the chat. Listen, is anything going to happen legally? Again, I, I, I'm not. If I had to bet my right arm on it, I wouldn't do that. I'm just telling you, man, that these banks are going to be in real trouble if they can show that they were effectively tools to money laundering. The catches are going to have to do something about it. Now, here is the one angle I think they're going to have a big problem. The Biden administration is going to have a real problem with local state attorney general, attorneys general. These attorneys general in the states, if they pull uh, an Alvin Bragg, but with actual crimes, Biden Inc. is in real trouble, folks. All right, a lot more ahead. So reparations, this whole thing with reparations, this is total bullshit. It's going on in California. It's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Let's pay people who were not slaves from accounts held by people who never held slaves to repair damage done that neither one did to the other. I, I don't know if there was a if there was a, a a better way to create animosity and and hatred in society and divide us, making people pay for mistakes they did not make to people who weren't the victims of those mistakes. I can't think of a better way to do it than to do that. So it is Friday. We're in a good mood today, as you can tell. So I thought we'd trot out some Thomas Sowell. Thomas Sowell's always great on this stuff. He was Thomas Sowell. We love Thomas Sowell. Whoever, who sent this in the show prep? Was that you or was that Jim? I think it was Jim. That was Jim Verde from yeah. Jim, uh, Big Jim. Here is Thomas Sowell on reparations. And if we're going to start paying reparations, then everybody's going to get a check and everybody's going to write a check. That's the problem. Check this out. Slavery is a very big subject. I, I have in my home an entire bookcase of nothing things, but books about slavery in various parts of the world and various times of history. And the sad fact is that slavery has been a universal institution for thousands of years, as far back as you can trace human history. And what we're looking at is if slavery is something that happened to one race of people in one country, when in fact the, the, the spread of it was around the world. In, in 1776, which is when Adam Smith published The Wealth of Nation, as mm -hmm. well as when the United States got started, he said that Western Europe is the only place in the world where there is no slavery. Uh, and even in Western, even the Western Europeans had vast numbers of slaves in the Western in, Hemisphere, yes. but not in Western Europe itself. And so if you're going to have reparations for slavery, it's going to be the greatest transfer of wealth back and forth uh, and between and, 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 and cross hauling, as they say, in, in the railroads. Folks, it, it, again, the single dumbest idea. And that's the point. Do you understand this is a dumb idea intentionally? No one actually believes this is going to solve any problem. Nobody. The left will never give up the race argument. It's the only cudgel they have to divide America. Remember, Joe, after Obama got elected, a lot of Republicans were like, wow, this is great. We elected a black president, even in states that traditionally voted yeah. Republican. It's going to be so great. It got even worse. Race relations got worse. The left will never give this up, ever. 
ever. It'll never stop. Every group will then want reparations for some historical wrongdoing. What about American? What about American Indians, Native Americans? I mean, the list goes. What about Asian Americans? Unlawfully interned in, during World War II. I mean, it's never going to stop. I saw this trending on Twitter. This is this is amazing. You know, this guy uh, Woodson. This guy's amazing. He was on Doctor Phil's show, and the audience just goes silent. Man, he's talking about this whole racial division in America. He's been a civil rights activist, black man, which again doesn't matter to us, but the left is obsessed with. This is one of those jaw-dropping wow moments. He, the audience is just like, wow, this guy's good. Check this out. You're talking about remedies. We've got to look beyond uh, saying that, that every solution has to have a, a, a winner and a loser, that blacks can only benefit if whites lose. We have to be defined more than just victims of oppression. When whites were at their worst, Blacks are at their best. When we were denied access to, uh, to, to hotels, we built our own. We have to uh, communicate to our people this, the, the history of how they achieved in the face of oppression. But if we continue to sit back and say all of the challenges that we face in uh, out of wedlock birth, the violence, that somehow white, the, the control of that is, is in the hands of white America, and therefore, until white people change, there's nothing that we can do. This sets up a, a terrible situation for this nation. The big crisis facing America is not racial. It is the moral and spiritual freefall that is consuming our children. The highest uh, uh, death rate among black families is homicide. Among uh, Silicon Valley, the highest uh, le level of, of suicide, six times the national average in Appalachia, their uh, prescription drugs. And so if we are to address this crisis that is causing our children to, to lack a, a sense of, of, of personal responsibility or value for their own life, they will take their own life or take someone else's. So in order to uh, address that, we must come together and look beyond race and realize America is drowning because it's in a moral and spiritual freefall. None of us should be defined by the worst of what we were in the past, but we should be defined by what we want to become in the future. And that people are motivated to change when you give them a vision of victories that are possible, not constantly reminding them of injuries to be avoided. Bravo. Robert Woodson. Bravo. Folks, we're never going to get there with liberals around. We are never going to get to any sense of national race harmony with liberals around. Because you have to understand their goal is division and a non-harmonious environment. You cannot get that. They are a complete obstacle to racial harmony in this country. They hate racial harmony. The idea of racial harmony puts them out of business. They profit off division and hatred and anger and rage. Damn shame, man. We'd be in a, such a different place if it weren't for liberals in this country. All right, I got a lot more ahead, including, are we living in a simulation? You know, I'm obsessed with that idea. It drives Jim crazy. I found a cool video. You got to check out on that. And then the banks screwing us over again. The Democrats are making small banks bigger. I thought they were against too big to fail. No, they're actively for it now. Last sponsor first, MyPillow. They have a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners constantly make the MySlippers the number one selling MyPillow product. I have a feeling you want to stock up now when you hear this offer. 
When you use my promo code Dan, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25. Regularly, $149.98. That's over $120 in savings. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out fast, trust me. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. Their patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress in your feet, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They're really comfortable. They come in a ton of sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to grab a pair of these all-season slippers for $25, regularly priced $149.98. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout, enter promo code DAN, or call 800-637-4982 for this incredible offer. It won't last long, so please order now. Check them out. All right. So the banks, this is just quick, this story. Keep your eye on the banks, folks. They're struggling right now. But it's really tragically hilarious watching J.P. Morgan which just scooped up First Republic at a huge discount. J.P. Morgan, now the big banks getting bigger, uh, at, a, at a huge discount because of things like short selling and the Biden administration seizing the bank and turning it over. I want you to understand what the banks are doing right now and how you could be screwed if you're in a mid-sized bank. People out there are short selling bank stocks right now. Why? You'll see from this tweet, J.P. Morgan now thinks regulators should look at short selling our banks after you guys got richer acquiring First Republic. Like, really, bro? Jamie Dimon, really? They're short selling banks. Why? Why would banks want the banking business to go out of business? Think this through. They're short selling midsize bank folk, banks, folks, because why? Because the Biden administration screwed up the whole bank bailout FDIC thing. They're waiting for the banks to fail, hoping they fail knowing the Biden team's going to come in and seize them and then do what? Hand them to big banks like J.P. Morgan at a discount. What a deal, baby. Good to be connected, isn't it? I love how the Democrats, we're the party of tolerance on the little guy. Get the out of here. You're not the party of the little guy, you dipshits. That is a, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You may not like the Republican Party. I get it. I got my beef with the swampy Republicans too sometimes. But don't give me this bullshit, huh, that the Democrats are the party of the little guy. The Democrats are not the party. They've been screwing over the little guy forever. This big, too big to fail thing is a Democrat thing. They're allowing mid-sized banks and small banks to go under, then bailing them out at your expense as you have to refill the FDIC fund and then handing them over to bigger banks. That's the Biden team doing that. They're in it for the little guy. Get lost with that. All right, I want to get to your questions. Let me go to this video first from the simulation. I'm a, listen, you may, uh, let me see. I got to go to the chat here. I get, tell me, I want some instant feedback in the chat, okay? Tug, Tug McGroin's there. Sweeney, you, and people other than McGroin's can comment too. Sophia, USA, you love this show so much. Sophia, oh, thank you. I love this show so much too. So are we living in a simulation? This does not conflict, by the way, with my Christian faith at all. There, was, there is an intelligent designer out there. That is God, capital G, God. How he designed it, we'll never understand. But are we living in a simulation? If you've ever seen the double slit experiment, where you'll realize quickly that a lot of things don't exist in particle form unless you observe them, what do you mean they don't exist? That chair in the other room is there. Just because I don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. No, that's exactly what the double slit experiment says. That chair might not be there. You flip a coin behind a couch and you don't see it? Well, it's on heads or tails. No, it's on both. It's only on heads or tails when you look at it. <laughs> really? Check this out. I found this video about are we living in a simulation. It's only about a minute, but 
I'm telling you, we, we are living, and it may not be a big master computer, but some intelligent designer has us living in a world dictated by, I believe, simulation-like rules that only exist when we look at it. Check this out. Probably. The idea behind the simulation theory is that none of this is real. And what we're actually experiencing is a kind of computer-generated simulation. And before you jump to the conclusion that there's no way you would fall for a simulation, your brain doesn't see, doesn't move, doesn't feel. You have body parts that collect that data sensory, which your brain then translates so that you can have an experience. Even though this technology is kind of crude, it doesn't take much to trick your senses into thinking that you're about to fall, for example. People like to put the odds at about 50-50 because we can't can't prove that it's true just as much as we can't prove that it's not. It could explain a couple of things like the arbitrary speed limit of the universe, which is the speed of light, but also maybe the Mandela effect, which is a collective false memory named after Nelson Mandela, who for some reason a lot of people thought was dead for decades. Some other examples are Looney Tunes, Pikachu, and I don't care what you say, I still call it Jiffy. <laughs> Solipsism is the philosophical idea that you are the only one can be sure exists because you can't remove your mind and put it into someone else. So how could you prove that everyone is as real as you. Most of my friends who work in IT for the government, NASA, SpaceX, most of them believe we're in a simulation. Well, listen, I, 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 have the whole, I don't have time to go over the whole thing, but I've been obsessed with this idea. What she's saying there is not wrong. We're definitely living in a strange world that only seems to exist in many respects when you're actually observing it. Check it out. Talk more about that as time goes on. <laughs> a lot of good feedback in the chat room. All right, you submitted some great questions. Time for questions for Dan. Hey, Dan, be red, don't get dead. With the rotting bag of oatmeal and rapid decline, I fear the Dems will parade out Michelle Obama as a candidate to save them. You think that's unlikely to happen? I have nightmares, Dan. Uh, folks, listen, I would have told you six months ago that this idea is totally crazy and you're nuts. Not anymore. The Democrats hate Trump so much. I, I think there's probably 30 to 40% chance that could happen, Michelle Obama. So good question. At J.G. Turner, 74. I love Trump owning the losers at TNN and his trade deals, but I sincerely question his commitment to safeguarding our rights. Between sitting idly by why Fauci and many governors destroyed America and caving to bump stock bans that emboldened Biden's brace ban, how can I be confident in him? Listen, I said it yesterday. I am not here to tell you that. Trump is the Messiah or some godlike figure and everything he did was right. I hated criminal justice reform. I'll add another one to that. The bump stock ban was absurd. Uh, the Fauci thing, horrible, no doubt. But you got to remember, pretty much everybody screwed up COVID. I'm not apologizing for anyone in the beginning. The vaccine thing, we should have waited a little bit on that. Although I tell you, at the time, everybody thought this was some major accomplishment, right? However, folks, I don't think we have a lot of time left. I'm, I'm sorry to say that. Dan, you're long on the United States. You say that all the time. I am long on the United States. However, you can't be long in the United States unless you win some short-term victories. We've been losing a lot of short-term victories lately. We don't have a lot of time to turn this thing around. The big Mo is real. This guy understands the presidency coming in clean house right away, and he's got nothing to worry about for re-election. I don't trust anyone to answer your question. I don't trust anyone. I watch. At Bold Patriot. Hey, Dan, I know there are a lot of self-help books out there on improving your life. Which ones have you read and would you recommend? There's only one I would ever recommend. It is one of the greatest books, maybe one of my top five, maybe top three. You ever read The Road Less Traveled by M. Scott Peck? Brilliant. Genius level stuff. He was a Harvard-trained psychiatrist, a medical doctor. The book is just outstanding. Outstanding. He's 
past sense, genius. He talks about things like entropy and disorder, how every single thing in the universe moved towards disorder, except the human race. It's almost like God themed it that way. Amazing book. At Pickle Jar Opener, I just read the names. Hey, Dan, I've noticed you've been a lot more salty with the language and stuff these days. I'm not complaining. I love the passion, but you do. Uh, you doing okay? Stay frosty, my friend. I, I am. I'm sorry. I know some of you don't like it. My sincere apologies. I'm not like, it's not a concerted effort, to, but I can't lie to you. This is the real me. I grew up in a different place. I, you know, I was thinking of that Morgan Wallen song this morning. I love Morgan Wallen. I hope he feels better. His vocal cords are banged out. I went to the concert last week where that song, The Way I Talk, it's, uh, it sounds a little bit like my daddy and I don't cuss around my mama. A lot of words you'll never know unless you come from down yonder. I didn't come from down yonder. I come from a different spot, and sometimes it just kind of, that's just me. I wish it weren't. We all have our picadillos, man. I'm doing my best. It's not some act, though, I promise you. I'll try to clean that stuff up. Hey, Dan, you think the deep state will release havoc as they did in 2020 to keep Trump out? <laughs> DM wire free. Uh, yeah, of course. They're doing it already. They're already doing it. The CIA's already got caught. Uh, you know, implicated in the in the uh, Hunter Biden letter. Of course, they're going to leak some fake intelligence about Trump cut a deal with uh, Xi in China. It's going to be crap. What is your favorite Bible verse? Debbie Waller, 314. Uh, to Timothy. I finished the race, man. I finished the race. I kept the faith by far. I'll bet. Also, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. For all of you out there, some of you don't believe in, in Jesus. I'm not. I'm not your preacher. I'm just here to tell you I do. And I just ask you to consider one thing here. A lot of people die for their religion, right? But nobody dies for something they know is fake. Why would those apostles and disciples be hung upside down and beheaded who had seen Jesus if he wasn't, if they didn't see him rise from the dead? You ever think about that? That's what converted me strong to Christianity. Who dies like that? Oh, yeah, he rose. Just say he didn't rise from dead, but we won't cut your head off. No, he did. No one dies for a hoax. And also, a Bible verse. No matter what translation you look at of the Bible, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life, is translated the exact same way. Weird, right? All right, I got to run. I'm running out of time. You guys are awesome this week. Over a million views on the last two shows, which is totally bananas. Please join us every day for the live chat, 11 a.m. Eastern time, rumble.com slash Bongino. I'm begging you humbly. I'm not too proud to beg. Please subscribe to the show while you're here. It is free. Click that follow button on that rumble page right at the top. We're almost to 3 million subscribers. Also, if you would do me a favor, subscribe at Apple and Spotify too. It helps us stay on the charts over there for the audio customers. Love having you here, folks. I will see you back here on the radio show in a little bit and back here on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.